I'm very joyous today and very grateful to be here at Living Arts and on the Living Arts of Tulsa podcast and getting the opportunity to visit with a photographer, Chris Kreese. Chris, thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I've had an opportunity to see some of your work and to read a little bit about you. And what I love about having these kinds of conversations is I find that it is really compelling to actually hear about a person's life journey and to learn more about their work uh, and what they create in their own words. So I thought what I might do is start out kind of general, if it's okay. I would love to ask you just in terms of of your work itself and your life journey, what those things mean to you at a deeper level. So for me, my work and my life journey, they've always based on been based on graphic media yeah so i i grew up reading a lot of books at the local library grew up grew up reading a lot of comics playing a lot of video games and because i was always immersed in like this narrative and visual world it kind of always compelled me to create stories or if i'm working with something visual how do i tell a story in an image how do i tell a story when I'm recording something and trying to make, you know, something motion related. And then as far as color, how do I add that vibrancy, something that compels people to look in and kind of really slow down and take a moment and enjoy everything. Yeah, thank you so much. And I was going to ask, it would be very interesting to hear anything you might share about how you got started. Just any any formative experiences along the way? Or Yeah, yeah. Um, so when I was about four years old, my mom's coworker, she was a family friend. She got me this Kodak, no, sorry, it used Kodak film, but it was a uh, it was Fisher Price 35 millimeter camera. Oh, wow. And so it was this little toy camera, but it still took actual pictures. And so I fell in love with the thing. I used it all the time. And then as I grew older, I picked up a point and shoot. And for a while I stopped because I got really interested in video games and how that world worked and how you create video games and the lighting and the textures and the storytelling, all the elements that I loved from before kind of all fit together in that space. And what I noticed after I graduated college was that I was basically learning photography the whole time Hmm. because I would do 3D work and it's all about the lighting, it's all about the angles, it's all about the storytelling, and so it ended up just translating from one medium to another. Um, my, my late father, he was the person who kind of helped me get started with everything. He really believed in me and what I could do in terms of photography. He saw the work I was producing without a camera, and so he invested in me and invested in my dreams, and. He's part of the reason I'm here right now. Yeah, I re- and I really deeply honor that too. I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, anything that you might share just about your, you know, your unique perspective? I didn't know if there are certain, when, in terms of the projects that you have been doing and are doing, if there are certain things that speak to you or just, just getting a little bit of an idea maybe in terms of, of what informs the work that you're doing. For me, I find that work where I can involve some sort of movement um, or the illusion of movement, or somehow create that in an image. It really speaks to me. Uh, let's see. So, I just recently shot the Golden Glove competition that was downtown oh, um, wow. for the original chamber. Yeah. And I have this one image that came out of it where you have the boxers, they go in for a swing, 
and you get the motion blur of the boxing glove. You see the sweat flying out, and you you feel that sense of oh, I'm right at ringside. This is this is intense. <laughs> I can feel the action. Yeah, yeah, that's so exciting, and I'm wondering what that was. You know what that was like for you to to see that image after you took it. I didn't know if it felt if there was any different feelings that you had. In other words, I re- I realized you know you looking through the viewfinder and taking the shot, but then when you actually see it, to see it, and then just to to see that okay, this looks so good, and then I've really found that I have been loving the world of cinematography lately. So during my downtime, I've been looking at photos of different Kodak film stocks, and so I've been trying to replicate them. Hmm. And so I took the photo of the boxers, and I have this, let's see, it's Kodak Ektarchrome, I believe is the name of the film stock. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I I created a simulation based on that, and so I, I tried that, made my tweaks as I usually do. And I came up with this image that I feel it just captured the action as it was both, if you were to think of it in a digital sense, like, okay, I'm using a digital camera, this is how it would feel like, you know, modern, crisp, clean, but then also to add that bit of character where it feels like, oh, we're in an an older period of photography, this has some character to it. Yeah, and I was going to ask just as far as your influences, I didn't know if some of the, uh, I didn't know if there were any of the, uh, you know, photographers from previous, you know, from previous generations. Uh, There again, I'm just, you know, kind of taking a, uh, taking a shot at this. It would just be interesting to hear anything that you might share about, you know, if there was any, uh, you know, influences that informed the way that you're taking photos. Really, a lot of my influence has been contemporaries. So I look at people like Miss Hatton, who is a New York-based photographer. Um, she takes photos from a helicopter, and you get these nice aerial shots of New York City. Mm. Um, you have photographers like Andre LaRoe. Um, he takes these very intimate portraits of people, and, and that's how he does his storytelling. And so I, I find, as I look around, people who I admire um, right now, that's been my biggest influence. Yeah, yeah. And then I was going to ask as well, just, you know, what it's been like for you. Now, there again, not knowing uh, how long you've been here, I was going to ask just what your experiences have been actually doing work in the Tulsa area and just any thoughts you might have as far as what it's been like to work in the community and, and to work, you know, possibly if you work with other artists or other, other people in the creative community. It's been great. Um, I am so thankful to the creative community here. I moved here three years ago in February hmm. and just to meet so many people who have made me feel so welcome. Um, DJ Fist to Face, she has been so instrumental to me being here. You have people like Chris Davis and Bianca who have Tulsa Creative Engine and they drive so much of the creative scene. You have people like Tyrus Bigsley who do things like Black Tech Street. You have people like Nita Cooper over at Silhouette who have this cultural hub. It's I'm really just grateful for for people to let me in and kind of let me share my talents and help out the community the way I do. Yeah, and I was going to ask as well, do you feel there's a certain a certain energy here? Yes. You know, since you've arrived? And, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a lot of camar- camaraderie around the uh, the community. And it's, it's something that I've seen in other places, but I haven't seen it quite like this. It's, it's very unique. 
Yeah, yeah. And I was, and it seems like when I read about you, I also get the sense, do you do some work outside of the Tulsa area as well? It would be very interesting to hear anything you might share about that also. Yes, I do. So I occasionally, I'll go back to Maryland. Um, I'm originally from Heightsville, Maryland. Hmm. And so I, there's a client I work with. It's a dance studio owned by my friend's family. And I will work with them both for filming and for photography. I'm actually heading back that way next week to do some filming for another project um, that I'm really looking forward to. I can't say too much right now, but (laughs) um, I'm excited for it. And then I've had jobs where it's taken me to Atlanta, to Seattle, to Los Angeles. So I I get to travel around for work and I, I really love the experience. Yeah, and I was going to ask just what it feels like when you come back home, you know, here to Tulsa, just if there's anything that uh, you might share as far as just what it feels like to return here, you know, just after yeah. spending time in, a, in other other cities. and it, it gives me fresh eyes because I feel that, okay, if I'm in L.A. and I'm down on Venice and I'm looking at, you know, the beach, the waves, these different colors of just because of this different climate, you have you know, that L.A. haze going on. (laughs) Um, I come back and I'm looking at Tulsa and I'm thinking, okay, how do I, you know, take what I've learned or take what I've seen in L.A. or take what I've seen in New York City and then I bring that back and I apply it to, you know, for instance, if if I go to New York and I get to shoot around Times Square on my off hours, then I come back here and I go to the Blue Dome District, and now I'm taking that same mentality and I'm applying it to different lights and different signs inside the Blue Dome. Yeah, do you find in some ways that's allowed you to see Tulsa in a different way? Or yes. just to experience it you know, in a different way visually? A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and I was going to, uh, one of the things I was going to ask you about is in terms of you know, being a photographer, uh, I was wondering if this has over you know just over the years that you've been doing this do you does this uh change the way that you experience things visually let's say even if you're not uh, i haven't had an opportunity to talk to too many photographers and so i was wondering you know how this affects or informs just when you're just living everyday life and uh, seeing the things that you see a lot of the time it does um i will you know i'll be at home with my wife and we'll watch tv and she knows that if a commercial comes on and I see like a certain glare coming off the lights, she's like, you're not watching this for the commercial. You're watching it because of the camera angles and because of the lighting tricks. <laughs> I was like, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. But it's, it's beautiful and I, I appreciate the craftsmanship that goes behind it. Yeah, and, and, you know, as we're sitting here, since we've got this view of, uh, you know, of outside of living arts here, uh, I was wondering too, just kind of sensing the motion. I didn't know if, you know, just for instance, if you just being in a setting like this, uh, you know, if that really informs just the way you experience things like this, just being in a space where you're seeing all the motion outside. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, just, it, it inspires me to kind of stop, slow down, and then look for that moment that I want to capture. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I find, I really have such respect for that because I feel as someone who's not done that, uh, just, you know, with all the, all the things happening, sometimes seemingly at once, how you have the ability, I gather, to, uh, to be able to look, you know, within that and isolate that one specific part of a bigger picture. I don't know if that makes sense or not. I don't know if I'm verbalizing it, that. It, it, it makes sense. It's, 
so photography is so much a science as it is an art because you know you you have your camera and if you're trying to get a specific result you know there's math involved there's okay i need to move my camera at this angle and this shutter speed and this other setting and then there's that the art part of it where okay how do i make this aesthetically pleasing how do i make sure that i can get an emotional reaction out of that image yeah and what i find so amazing about this is i get the sense that this all happens in a very short span of time or sometimes is it would you would you say it's instantaneous it, it, it's it's gotten to a point where it's instantaneous so i i can i've photographed a variety of different subject matter so sports um, concerts and then done some landscape work and then on my own time I do street photography and just to go through so many different situations you kind of get a feel of okay I know what to do when and where yeah and then I was also going to ask when you uh, you know when you after you've taken a photo uh, just in terms of what that's like in other words do you do you find that there's sometimes some variance and what maybe you thought you saw, or are there, or on the other hand, are there some pleasant surprises sometimes, at times? Sometimes it's the pleasant surprise where I'll look at an image and I'll say, okay, I got that detail, but then I notice something in the background. I'm like, whoa, I, I did not notice that before because I was just looking through the viewfinder and I was focused in on one subject and there's a whole other thing in the background. And uh -huh. then other times it's, okay, now that I've been able to sit down and actually view the image on a bigger screen, I could actually see all the details and see everything that I was trying to capture in, in further detail. Yeah, and then I was going to ask, kind of looking also, uh, you know, from the present moment, looking a little bit into the future, just if there's anything that you might share just in terms of any, anything that you're, you're hoping to do or planning to do. Uh, that you're excited about going forward so, that, that you can speak about yeah yeah <laughs> um so i am beginning the work on a documentary pro project that i am planning to shoot um it's about my friends family's dance studio and my goal is to kind of follow the journey from them at the local level of doing their trainings and doing their practices all the way to the national stage and then get footage of that and then put it all together. That way you see this whole arc of, okay, you know, I, I go to, you know, the recitals or I go to the local competitions, but I am only seeing the end result. What leads up to that point? Yeah, yeah. And then I wonder too, and this, this may not make sense, I was wondering if you, in, t in terms of taking a still photo versus uh, you know, taking video or doing cinematography, I was wondering if you see differently or what the experience is like you know, for you behind the lens, you know, one versus the other, or, or I didn't know if they're completely the same. I feel that they're both the same and vastly different. With cinematography, because it, by nature it's motion, I feel that I have a little bit more playroom to do things. So if I am trying to create some sort of drama in a shot, I have all these camera movements that I can do, or I can do all these visual tricks that with still photography, it's what you see and the angle that you can get it at and how do you make that interesting. 
Yeah, yeah. And I was going to ask you also, just, you know, not knowing you very well, it would be very interesting to hear, you know, when you look at your body of work so far, is there anything that you might say? And there again, I don't know if this is a fair question. Anything that you might share as far as what you feel like that body of work is speaking? Uh, and I realize everybody has a little bit of a different perspective when they see your work, but I didn't know if there's anything that you feel in your heart or in your soul that comes through that you want to conv- that you'd like to be able to convey to people just in general with your work. I believe when I look at my body of work, people can see that I care about community. They see that I care about music and they see that I can craft an image that is different than somebody else's just based on what my interests and what my influences are. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and, and as you look at those things, do you, I, didn't, I didn't know if you see your own perspective, if there's been any shifts, you know, let's say if you go back, you know, three, four, five years or longer, just in terms of how your, if, if your perspective has changed as a result of doing this work, just about how you see your own, how you see life itself, your own life. So I've, I've gotten this, this feedback from my work from close friends and they, they've said that it's gotten more community focused, which I, I feel is such a compliment because I, I care so much about the people around me. Um, I feel that it's important to show the good work that they're doing and to try and, and promote it as best I can. And so I feel that people by, by nature, they're visually driven. And so to have that privilege of, okay, I'm in this community and I get to take these images, how do I use that to help the people around me as best I can? Yeah, that is beautiful. That is beautiful. And I really do honor that. I really, really do. I think that maybe all the questions that, uh, that I have that are coming up in the moment, I also wanted to really give you some space and time. If there's anything that I've forgotten to ask or anything that you feel, feel moved to share that, uh, that, I ha- that we haven't discussed so far, no expectations yeah. on that, but yeah. Let's see. Um, so originally, uh, so I'm not from Tulsa originally. Um, grew up in Heightsville, Maryland, and it's right outside D.C. And so I feel a lot of what I do now, it, it benefits from that growing up just outside of D.C., kind of getting to experience all these different things that, you know, you grow up somewhere else and like, okay, that's cool, that's a nice place to visit, and you don't realize that, oh, I'm... I get this really special opportunity to be around all this different cityscape. So if I'm doing street photography, that's kind of like a little bit of influence there. If the cherry blossoms happen, okay, that's, you know, nature photography, you get to experience so much. And then because it's such a hub, you just experience a little bit of everything culture-wise. Moved after that, after meeting my wife to Seattle, and went to Seattle, and Seattle was completely different than anything I had experienced in D.C. Felt a little bit like Baltimore, um, but at the same time, it's, it's its own thing. Yeah. And so you walk around, and you're just noticing things that are both similar and familiar, but completely different at the same time. And so I got some inspiration there as far as, okay, what do I want my colors to look like? What do I want my angles to look like? How do I capture the action on the street? and go from there and so to bring all that when i'm here in tulsa um 
it's just really getting to mix a little bit of everywhere I've been and everything I've learned so far. Yeah, and I, I love that that you've that, you, that you've you've assimilated and you know you've you've captured those experiences and are, it, it, I get the sense is it like you're carrying that with you? Yes, in a certain sort of way. Yes, a hundred percent. I so I, I spent a my my on my mother's side of the family, we had some relatives who were living in Brooklyn, and so. When I was growing up, you know, every so often we'd go up to Brooklyn, we'd to New York City, and just being able to take that in visually and kind of the greatness and, and, and how New York is outside of Manhattan, and then to bring those elements into my photography where I, I could see it fitting well. It's just exciting to me. Yeah, and I was going to ask you, and, I, and there, my, my apologies if I have possibly uh, spoken or asked you about this already, but I was wondering if there's been anything about Tulsa just from a photograph, you know, just from a visual standpoint, or if I'm not sure if I'm using the right word, or a photographic standpoint. Is there been anything here that you found to be somewhat unique, just yeah. as far as what you see behind the lens, just, you know, just within the city here? So when I am doing my street photography, there are spots where I can kind of get a good view of the whole skyline. And there's not too many spaces where if I'm in DC, I can you know, just go up into a building and kind of get that easy access. <laughs> um, I'm not really trying to go up the Washington Monument just for one shot. <laughs> That's right. um, but to, to be able to kind of see the city as, as people think of the city in this iconic skyline, that, that's something that's unique. Going through the Arts District and taking photos at night or walking right down here to 1OK and then catching the baseball field and the lights lit up and sometimes the fireworks going off at the same time inside the shot is just, yeah. I love it. Yeah. And then I wanted to ask, too, just anything that you might want to share. Uh, this is just really more of a general question, but just in terms of uh, the process of deciding to move to Tulsa and anything you might share just about, you know, maybe what you, if you had any preconceived notions or, you know, if there's any or any expectations or just anything that you might share about what that experience was like from the time that you decided to move here and then went through with that process. And, sure. Um, so we're talking... Sometime in 2018, hmm. we it was right. We my my wife and I we had just gotten engaged, and we were thinking, okay, we like Seattle, it's a nice city, but you know you you're working hard and you're coming home and you're just completely wiped and you're you're trying your your best to make things happen, but it's just a really expensive city, and so we thought. Okay, I've, I've come back here a couple times for the holidays. I've seen around town. I like it. I, I could see myself in it. Let's go for it. And so we decided to move. For her, it was, it was coming back home. And then for me, it was oh. experiencing something completely new than either place I've lived at. I've always been on the coast somewhere. And so to be right here in the middle has been totally a different shift of, of what I'm used to being around. 
Yeah, yeah. Now, Chris, I will. I would just want to thank you again so much. I'm just so appreciative that you have have come here today and, and shared everything that you have. And I feel I feel like this has been a great opportunity to to meet you and get to know you and to also understand more about your work. And, and I'm just so appreciative that you've taken this time to do this. Thank you so much. I am so honored to be here and to have been a part of this and to be a part of the community. Absolutely wonderful to meet you. Thanks again. Thank you.